Welcome to another mini episode of The Balance. I'm Catlin Tucker, and this podcast is produced by StudySync. We are 10 weeks into quarantine in California. I know everybody else is starting to open up slowly. Um, It still feels like we're kind of in our homes and not doing much else. And it's strange because for weeks, I I felt like the days were so long and they moved so slowly, but something has totally changed for me. And in the last couple weeks, I feel like my sense of time has totally shifted. And now I feel like the days are in fast forward. I wake up, I drink a cup of coffee, I sit at my desk and what feels like an hour later is actually like five or six hours later, it's 4 p.m., my sweet dog is waiting for a walk. And I cannot help but wonder what happened to the entire day. And literally, my kids have this week and then one more week of school and they're done. And then it's, I wish you could see me air quoting, it's summer. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to do with these children in summer. Um, As much as there is conversation about things opening up slowly but surely, there's just not a lot for them to do. The trip we were going to go on has been canceled. I can't imagine summer camps are going to be happening. So I'm like excited for them to have summer. And then I can't even conceptualize what summer is going to look like for them, which is so strange. Um, And my role really in this time of kind of shifting to online learning has been to support teachers. And those of you who have listened to my other mini episodes, I've given tips for how to make the transition online a little smoother. But I think teachers are kind of done with tips, you know, like they see the light at the end of the tunnel too, and they're exhausted. This whole situation has been emotionally taxing, mentally taxing, and I think teachers and students are really ready for a break. So the good news is we're getting closer to that light at the end of the tunnel. It's getting brighter. School's almost done. Everybody's going to have some space to kind of catch their breath and take a moment and hopefully relax. But... I wanted to kind of share some ideas, just suggestions for teachers as we approach these final weeks. Um, Like I said, I don't want to give advice on how to manage online learning. We're so close to the end of the school year, but I do think there are some things to keep in mind as we approach the summer, especially given the, the fact that so many of us have no idea what fall or you know August when we're supposed to go back is really going to look like. Is it going to be online learning? Is it going to be face-to-face? Is it going to be some kind of blended learning mix of the two? So as we approach summer, I want to make three suggestions. One is if you still have enough time with kids to have them work on some culminating project or assignment, I would highly encourage you to do that. This has been such a weird last few months to the year, and so many kids aren't getting that closure, that celebratory ending that they really crave at the end of the school year. And so I would encourage every teacher to host some type of culminating kind of event or maybe assign a culminating project that is totally creative in nature, (laughs) not something that's going to be mentally exhausting for either you or your students. But for example, I shared a project on my blog this week and it's called, What Are You Curious About? And the entire premise of the project is for students to ask questions they're interested in. Questions, and it can be questions that are kind of under the umbrella of our subject areas, but they're really questions that speak to something they are 
interested in, they're curious about, they want to learn. And then I've structured this this Google slide presentation using the five E's instructional model that moves kids through kind of the explore or the engage, the explore, the explain, elaborate, evaluate, five E's, and they can focus on anything that they want. And I think that's a fun way to kind of wrap up the year by kind of giving that final project back to them saying, hey, I know we've covered a lot of things probably in my class that didn't speak to things you're passionate about or that you're super curious about. So take this opportunity to come up with some kind of question you'd really love to answer self-pace through these five E's and create something you can share with the group. Another kind of spin on kind of a culminating project, particularly given how strange the last few months have been, is maybe having kids create some kind of time capsule just to capture this really unique experience that they've had in the last few months and and ask them to reflect on what it's been like to be at home all the time, around their family all the time, sharing space, learning online. You know, what have they found challenging about it? Or maybe what was kind of surprising in these months where they've been at home learning remotely. So some way that it feels like the the year doesn't fizzle out, but there's some kind of closure, something culminating about it. My second suggestion is I suggest that every teacher end the year with kind of an extensive Google form exit ticket about the kids' experience learning remotely. I would ask your kids how the last couple months have worked for them. You know, what assignments did they like? What was really challenging? Did they feel like it was really helpful the way you organized and communicated assignments? Did they really struggle with particular technology tools? I know it's hard sometimes to get feedback from kids (laughs) because they can be so incredibly honest, um, which I love about them, but it's also kind of like infuriating when you're doing your very best to serve them. Um, And it's not all going to be positive, but really asking for feedback from our students is the best way that we as educators can learn about what worked, what didn't work, and where we might be able to make even minor adjustments to improve this experience should we end up in the exact same situation again in fall. Um, And I know we don't really talk about students like customers, but they are the customers in the educational system. They are consuming what we dish out. So it only makes sense that we ask them how they're feeling about it and what they're enjoying, what they're not, and use that as an opportunity to continue learning ourselves and iterating on our courses, particularly as we venture into this new kind of like online or blended learning landscape. And then my third suggestion. Okay, so I know we all need a break. Everybody wants to probably disconnect seriously. Um, But I would encourage every teacher to figure out as, as school is ending or maybe early in summer, what is something you would really love to learn? Because you can't wait for your school district to provide learning opportunities that are going to perfectly meet what you're interested in. It's just not going to happen. So what would you feel like learning would be interesting for you, beneficial for your students? And then I suggest you find a book in that area 
an actual book or maybe an audio book. If you're not really, you don't, you have kids around, it's hard to find time to read. I'm a big fan of Audible. I listen to audio books all the time when I'm walking my dog, when I'm going on a run, when I'm cooking in the kitchen. Um, so find a book or an audio book on a topic related to something within the realm of education that speaks to you, that you think is going to energize and inspire you so that when you're ready, and it could be in a few weeks after school ends or a month even, when you're ready to start thinking about school again, you have that book to lean on. Maybe even encourage a small group of your friends on your campus or maybe a network of friends you've connected with online to all get the same book or audio book and then share kind of your thoughts around it in like a weekly Zoom book club where maybe you make it fun. It's like a happy hour. Everybody brings a glass of wine or maybe it's how you start Sunday morning and everybody comes with a cup of coffee and you commit to reading like a chapter a week. And then when you meet for your happy hour wine date or your Sunday morning coffee, you just talk about that chapter. Like what stood out to you? What are you curious about? What are you not sure would work in your classroom that you want to talk through with other people who are like-minded? So, you know, I love the summer. I, I think it usually takes me till about the very beginning of July to feel like mentally I'm ready to start re-engaging with my school stuff. But in that moment, like just having that book or having a little group of people with whom you can have conversations about that book, it might just be the thing that you need to kind of energize you and get you excited about the new school year. So those are my three suggestions for teachers as we think about closing out the year, we think about kind of entering into this summer and preparing for potentially a fall that we have no idea what it could look like. Thank you to StudySync for sponsoring this podcast. StudySync is committed to helping teachers find balance in their lives by providing them with a robust multimedia ELA platform that simplifies lesson planning, automatically differentiates tasks for learners at different skill levels and language proficiencies, and blends online and offline engagement to help students develop as thinkers, readers, writers, and speakers. As teachers navigate an online learning landscape during school closures, StudySync is hard at work creating resources designed to ease this transition. You can check out their remote learning resources, including their ready-to-use five-day mini-units, blog posts, and webinars, both live and on-demand, at studysync.com. Studysync.com.